Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension Message. In this episode, I'll be discussing ways we can calibrate for the 7-7 Syrian Gateway Portal, how to best support our little star seeds as they teach us and we teach them the ways of the new earth, and finally, a little bit more about how to work with Councils of Light as well as a channeled message from the Council of Seven, a group that I brought through the other day in a channeled light language transmission. I'm excited to dive into these topics with you today, so let's get going. Hello, hello, welcome. If you are new, a very big special welcome. It's always fun to see new souls join this community, and I truly believe that this is how we are starting the new earth. This is how we are creating it. We are gathering in places like this, in frequencies like this, to manifest into the physical that which we know is being created in the energetic realms by many of us in the astral realms. In fact, that reminds me of an incredible download that I had this week. And I've really been trying a lot harder to get out in nature. Somehow, I think it's just because of the weather typically, but I just don't get out there as much as I want to. And sometimes I'm behind this computer recording these sessions for you, and that's a bad excuse. But I think that my frequency is improved when I'm out in nature. And so just the other day, I was taking a walk, and I've been receiving a lot of information about my role, as many of you I know are seeking yours and in turning inward and turning to source your higher self, your guides, to find out more about how you can help build the new earth, about how you can fulfill your role as someone who leads the way, as a way shower. And so what came through for me was interesting because I've always struggled with defining what I do. In fact, one of the things that is always hard for me is trying to put the words down in the Instagram bio because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, I don't have room. I don't have room to list. You know, when you're a multidimensional being, you're like, oh man, I don't even have enough words to say all the things that I do. But honestly, what came forward was something that delivered specifically from spirit. And it was actually a really special moment. What came forward was this idea of me being an activator. Now that's obvious from my name. I've always known I was an activator, but what came through In the last little while, and this is kind of a layer of something, but it was galactic activator. So that dropped in first. And when I tapped in to find out more about the soul template activations that I would be helping people with in the program I'm running later this month, my guide said, you're really going to be focusing on activating in a galactic way. So, you know, these activations of these galactic soul templates, whether it's Pleiadian, Arcturian, that type of thing. And then... As I was thinking about that, Spirit dropped in again and said, 5D Architects. And so I kind of started piecing these puzzle puzzle pieces together because I've noticed a lot of times I'm a connector. I don't know how many of you are connectors or you feel like you are, but I put people in contact and these people come to me almost like I'm a nucleus and then I go, oh, you would really resonate with this person. And then, oh, I see what you're doing really coincides with what this person does. That's why I keep doing one-on-one work on a limited basis and I haven't gotten rid of it completely because that's how I get to find all these 5D architects. But the interesting thing in order to sort of really phrase what I do in a very concise way, Spirit dropped in and said, you activate 5D architects 
and then you connect them to help them be able to manifest the new earth. So that was a really incredible download that I received. I know that a lot of my work activating and this galactic activation piece is also connected to the star mothers and you're going to see more and more related to that. In fact, the other day I got a ping and what came through was the fact that my galactic family of light gathering was essentially shifting into a star mothers gathering. Now it might not by title or I might just add it to galactic family of light star mothers, but the shift there is is so obvious to me. And if we're just wrapping up our Star Mothers Circle of Wisdom course that I co-created with my friend Queenie and Katie Jane. And I, I believe that we're planning on doing that as an on-demand course. So you should be able to access that. So many powerful activations came through there, speaking of galactic activations. And I, I do think my work is going to shift from like my emphasis on one-on-ones being more of an Akashic Record one-on-one to like accessing your galactic Akashic records. I really feel like I'm being drawn to specialize in that area. So if any of that resonates with you, you can check out some links below. All the different things that I'm mentioning are are down there in my website and you can find out more. Now, I do want to mention that I always struggle a little bit (laughs) because when I come together with an Ascension message, it feels like a hodgepodge of things. But there's a common theme There's actually a common theme in this one, and it came to me just as I sat down to record. I had these three topics. I was like, well, how do I relate these? You know, how do I bring them together? Every single one of them involves the number seven. Okay, and let me tell you why. Well, actually, I'm not even going to tell you why now. I'm going to wait, and you're going to have to figure it out. But you'll see that every single one involves the number seven. Two are obvious, one is not, but you'll see. So let's dive in. And by the way, just as a reminder, I will be... Uh, recording a channeled message that is going to be at the end of this. So you do not want to miss. You want to listen all the way to the end. The channeled message I bring through from the Council of Seven is going to be so powerful, and I'm excited to do that. So rewind. Let's go back to that first topic, which is 7-7 Syrian Gateway. I'm excited because I'll be in person with some of you in Hollywood. We're doing an event at the Nest on the rooftop of all places where we have the open sky to connect with the stars and to bring that energy through. And the portal, the 7-7 portal is so profoundly impactful in so many ways. Last year, I vividly remember experiencing the energies of that, not even knowing. And do do you want to know my opinion on why? I feel like so many of us have such a strong connection to Sirius And there's Sirius A, B, and C. I talked about that in a past podcast episode. We've got the dolphin energy. We've got the Lemurian energy connected to Sirius. We've got Yeshua, Mary Magdalene connected to Sirius. We have the Dogon tribe. And the cool thing about us doing the event at the nest is that the Dogon tribe, which is connected to Sirius, will have just done a ceremony there just a few weeks prior. And we truly believe it's calibrating. It's all connected. Everything is for a reason. So again, if you want to join us there, the link is below. Myself and Queenie of Reiki and Flow will be co-creating that. In addition to that sort of event that we're holding, just to give you kind of a glimpse on these 7-7 portal energies, on the 6th of June, 6-6 portal, I had a very fascinating experience. <laughs> and it, it hit me physically. I was having some very intense ascension symptoms if you know what I mean like that exhaustion that 
kind of, oh, what's going on? I'm getting hit by a wall of energy. And I was like, what is going on? Like the 6-6 portal is really cool and everything. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. So of course, at that point in time, this is why learning to connect with your guides on your own is so vital, my friends, so vital. We are stepping away from going to an intermediary to connect with our guides for us. That's why my sessions are usually like one or two because I really want to train you and teach you and show you how to do it for yourself. But I talked to my guides. I was like, can you explain to me exactly what's happening? And they're like, oh, don't you remember a few weeks ago when we told you that the way showers of the way showers would be experiencing the effects of the 7-7 Syrian gateway portal like a month ahead of time? So the month of June for many of you is key because what you'll be doing is helping the rest of the collective calibrate to what's going to come through on 7-7. Most people will receive those energies on 7-7 and that day there will be many, many stargates activated. What does that mean? I had somebody ask this the other day in a, a post or an Instagram or something. And what it means when the portals and the stargates open is that the frequencies of the star families are going to be able to come through more clearly. And that's going to have a lot of results. Some people will just receive it subconsciously. Other people will feel their guides and will hear them speaking to them or hear light language or they'll have their light language activated. Those are all the things that can happen on the 7-7. But for those of us who are way showers of the way showers, it's kind of like when you temper an egg. So if you're making like a lemon meringue pie, you take a little bit of that hot liquid and you put just a little bit into the eggs that you have on the side that are room temperature and you just get those eggs used to that temperature then you put a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So some of us are experiencing the 7-7 portal energies to help the collective calibrate slowly. Otherwise, we would all be hit with a giant wall of energy and no one would be able to help anyone else because we'd all be drowning in this energy. And so by the time we get to 7-7 portal, what you'll notice is some of you might say, eh, just a regular day, eh, not feeling a ton, or Maybe it's like a high instead of that wall of really intense energy that sometimes can take like three or four days to recover from. Does that make sense? Anyhow, that's a download I got from my guides. Your situation might be different. You might start calibrating for the 7-7 gateway like on the 15th in a couple of days. Or maybe you're one of the ones who is going to hold space for those experiencing it right on the day of 7-7. I still even think some people will be at the tail end too. It feels like this like really this climax and then this um, decrescendo kind of a thing going on there. But either way, it's just something to keep on your radar and something I wanted to bring up today. I'm excited for it. You're going to see lots of content come out about the 7-7 gateway. All right, shifting gears here, we're going to talk about little star seeds. One of my favorite subjects, I have a lot of little star seeds in my house. Some of you might know little star seeds, nephews, nieces, maybe your own kids, your grandkids. You can just tell they're different. I don't think that is something that we are, you know, unaware of. I know that I've had many, many people talk to me when I post the reels of my little starseed speaking light language. And so it's fun to hear other people say, oh my goodness, my son or my daughter or someone I know, you know, they have the same vibration. They have the same frequency. In a nutshell, I have, I have all kinds of starseed kiddos. Not all of them are so obvious, right? Because some of our kiddos are older and they're like, oh, that's weird. I don't know if I want to do that. But I just keep 
like gently exposing them to it in their own language. In fact, it's interesting because oh, the last channeled Q&A that I did was about starseed races. And by the way, I'm having another one on Saturday. So if you want to join us, it's going to be so fun. These Q&A sessions that I do, people come and they bring their questions and then I choose some. And the councils of light is the subject for this one. But in the last one, somebody asked a question and said something about being authentic, like speaking their voice or, you know, saying their truth. And their guides came in and it was super fascinating because it's related to what I'm talking about here as we teach our children and other people around us, even maybe our partner, is that sometimes you want to craft your message in a way that will be easier for them to understand. To be cal- It's like you don't want to teach physics or calculus to a five-year-old. And I'm not even saying that a person who's not, you know, spiritually advanced is like a five-year-old, but it's just that frame of reference isn't there. It's like taking a 40-year-old or a 50-year-old and trying to ask them to play My Little Ponies with you. Then they're not going to have access to that creativity because they're not calibrated to do it because they haven't done it for a long time. So it's kind of an exchange there. There's two-way street there. But either way, it's calibrating that message so whoever's receiving what you're teaching them can understand it. And I want to share a little story that I had with you. Are you ready? This is the part of the the clue here that I'm going to give you. I was with my seven-year-old little starseed, the one that you hear all the time in the little light language transmissions. And he even sneaks into my meetings sometimes and will come and do a little bit of light language for people. Um, In the gatherings, I just let him get on the microphone, the audio there, and they can hear his little voice. And it's really, really fun to hear it live. But we decided to go on a hike after one of my really, really powerful gatherings. This was my fairies, dragons, and elementals that happened on June 11th. And if there's any way you can get your hands on that, I would do it. The link is down below. And it's an incredible, oh man, I can't even express with words. That was by far and, and, and just way above and beyond any gathering I've ever done as far as healing of ancestral programming goes. So if that's something you're looking for, I'm not kidding you, that 60-minute gathering was so impactful for everybody there. And I'm just grateful that I got to co-create it with the people because I know it wouldn't have been possible without them there supporting the channeling that I brought through. So I was grounding, needless to say, on a hike with my three younger kids And there are seven and I have two nine-year-olds. And we were just going on this hike and I was like, okay, I got to kind of just go around. I'm not really worried about anything. And all of a sudden, a little ways into this hike, they started like acting like they were little children of the forest, you know, and and they took off their shirts and they were running around. And then they started speaking this language. And I was like, oh, interesting. You know, when you're little, you do that and you don't think, oh, this is light language or I'm remembering a past life. But they were doing this kind of native sounding language, this indigenous type language, just for fun. They weren't like, oh, we're channeling or anything like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And we started walking down the road and my little starseed, the one that's like the most tuned in because he's still not like too old to do it. I said to him and I got a, I got a like an intuitive hit and I was like, hey, buddy, I feel like we're going to do like some kind of ceremony at the top of the where the trail so it was like a a lookout point at the top of the trail and I was like what do you think he's like oh yeah we are we are and I said well what should we start just gathering things for that and so the rest of the way up he was gathering he's like and then he got really serious about it like he got really into it he's like we need a red a red rock and we need a white rock 
and then he got a stick so he could draw in the dirt when we did the ceremony and then he was like we need this flower and we need these flower petals and so he was really visualizing I think and tuning into his intuition on what we needed to do at that point I didn't know what we were going to do still I was like this was just kind of a teaching moment of like honoring nature and who knows exactly what the ceremony is going to entail so we're walking along and we're you know we're probably uh, 400 yards away from the lookout point where I was thinking the ceremony we would do it and all of a sudden he just walks through the trail and he's like oh, did you feel that I was like uh, no no he's like that was a portal we just walked through a portal and he just kept sensing these energetic portals on this ridge of this of this mountain and 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 he he's kept walking through and he's like oh that's a portal then he started going off about portals and telling me all about them and he started showing me pointing to different portals on other mountains that were across from where we were at and we got to well and then I said well is that what we're going to do and he's like yeah we're going to open a portal so we got to this lookout point and we ended up I mean I, I I did not like I did not force him to do any of it I don't believe in that I don't if my kids are uncomfortable doing something like that I just go with the flow So of the three kiddos, one was like, that's weird. I don't want to do that. But we needed four people. My little seven-year-old literally guided. He set up the whole ceremony space. He drew with the stick in the ground. He decorated it with all the flowers. And he made an eye, like the shape of an eye of raw, like the eye. And he, um, he's like, I know what it needs to look like. And then he said, we need four of us. We need two across from each other in this circle um, two across and then two across. And then he's like, I said, well, I don't, I don't think your brother wants to participate. Can we just call in his higher self to help? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. So my seven-year-old proceeds to lead us all through an activation where we were opening portals <laughs> and stargates. And I, I haven't gone to spirit to say like exactly, but I just know there's a lot of stargate activity right now. So I have to think that's what it was. And all, all of us were doing something. And when we got to a part where my seven-year-old was directing each of us to say like a statement in light language. The other um, child I had that was willing to do it, he went right on ahead and did it. And he's kind of grown out of it, but it was really cool to see how he was willing to. And then I did it. And then we got to the kiddo that was his higher self was participating. And my seven-year-old goes, okay, so-and-so, now it's your turn. We're going to hear your inner self. Everybody listen. And then he just closes his eyes. He's like, he's still going hang on and then he goes he's done (laughs) and so then we finish up this whole ceremony and I am not kidding you not a moment after we officially felt like we were done and my I think we all just kind of like oh we're done yes and we kind of I think did like a bow or something it started to rain and his drop started to fall and my my two kiddos that were involved in it, they're like, oh my gosh, can you believe it? Look, it's a sign. And I'm like, yes, it is. Because I really want to encourage that magic and that and that feeling of, of oneness with what we're doing and how nature responds to our energy and what we do. And so the rain just started coming and it was just kind of drizzling. Luckily, we got back down into the car uh, without being sopping wet. But it was beautiful just to see him take the lead Now, the cool thing about it was, is that about halfway down the trail when we were returning, uh, he ran into a bee or a bee ran into him and he just, his seven-year-old self came right back out and he comes running to me crying. He's like, I thought I was going to get stung. And I'm like, this is so amazing that you have these old souls 
and they can lead you through this. And then the a second later, they're just they're just a child and a human child experiencing it. So as parents of these little star seeds, we have to keep that in mind. Listen for their cues. They know when it's time to turn that on. And then they know when it's time to just be a child, to just allow themselves to be a child and for you to experience that as well and not to expect them to do all of this. I never force. Um, he, he, if he resists, I absolutely don't make him do any of it. I just know like how to make a safe space for him, like out in nature walking, right? It wasn't like I sat him down in a room and I was like, tell me this, tell me that. What do you think? It was like, no. It was just on a trail. It came out organically. So if you are working with kids, just continue to nurture that connection with nature where they're going to access past lives. They're going to access that soul speak and that, and that information. And then just continue to nurture that. Another way it comes out for him is through art. So I just want to give those little tips. I kind of want to do like a little course about raising little star seeds. So I'm thinking about it. It's on my list of things to do in case some of you are wondering but I could go on forever. But it's time for us to transition into our final message, which I'm thrilled to bring through the Council of Seven. For those of you who were able to listen to my 528 Hertz Solfeggio light language transmission from the Council of Seven, you might know that those who came forward, and as we work with these councils, it's important to remember they are not just made up of the number that it says they are. The same is here, but I'm going to read you the ones that came through for that recording. It was Green Tara, Lady Venus, Sanat Kumara, Saint Germain, Kuan Yin, White Buffalo Calf Woman, and Master Katumi. I felt like in that particular council, Master Katumi was like the head of that council. It was really fascinating. Now I want to mention to you again that I'm excited to bring through channeled messages in our live virtual gathering this coming Saturday. And so you can check out the link below if you're listening to this, like right when I publish it. So that would be Sunday, June 17th. And then not only are we having our Q&A, we are also having our Galactic Family of Light, quote unquote, Star Mothers Gathering. And that is the same day. So one is happening in the morning. Another one is happening in the afternoon Pacific time. I hope you can make it to some of those. And if you want to go to everything, just get the all access pass. I now have an all access pass. You can go to any and every gathering and get all the playbacks, and it's a pretty cool deal. So anyhow, there's that. And then I also want to remind you, I have a few solstice events coming up. I have a a virtual gathering, and that one is going to occur on the day of solstice, as well as a limited number of one-on-one goddess activation sessions. I did these last year, and for each person that came into a session with me, I brought through a different goddess that was really stepping forward as their guide. It was so beautiful to be able to channel all those goddess frequencies. And so I'm tapping into that right now, getting ready for solstice. So I just want to make sure that I make you aware of that before we connect with this council of seven. So just allowing yourself to drop in with this music. That's why my podcast is a little different because I encourage you to go into a bit of a meditative state as you receive my channeling and I go into a bit of a meditative state as well as I'm channeling it we kind of meet in that frequency taking some nice deep breaths (sighs) 
Dear one, I am Master Kitumi. I come on behalf of the Council of Seven, with whom you are somewhat familiar. And we are pleased to be here at this time to connect with you and those who are listening to this transmission. And we come in love. And we come with great joy. For we are co-creating with you, our colleagues. We see you as our equals. You are ascended in our eyes. And we are truly grateful for the work that you are doing incarnated upon Gaia at this time of shift. Some of you might have questions about exactly who we are and what is our role in this galaxy. And we come to inform you that we are a multi-universe collective of beings. Our goal is to assist collectives in shifting frequency. And at this moment in time, our focus is the planet Earth. And our base, where we are based out of, is the Seven Sisters, the Pleiades. Yes, you see the connection between our name and that number. And some of you might wonder, are we also connected to the Syrian Gateway, being that it also falls on a day of significance for you, the 7-7 portal. And we do have members that are Syrian, and we are utilizing the energies of the 7-7 portal to carry out some of the tasks that will assist the collective, in particular assisting their light bodies in shifting and becoming comfortable with the new functions of Homo Luminous, the body made of light, the crystalline light structures, which are now activated within the human DNA and the human body. We are assisting with a great deal of genetic work. And the genetic work that we carry out is predominantly facilitated through the use of Stargate technology, which administers the genetic frequencies needed to recode the DNA or to restore the DNA. These different codes come from all different star races and are required because upon your planet you have the DNA, hybrid DNA we should say, of many different star races. And you are very closely connected to many of us here, predominantly Pleiadians. Syrians, Andromedans, Arundinians, Orions, Dracos, and many more. Many of you understand that our work is very expansive, that our work spans the multiverse. But we wish not to overcomplicate things, and we wish to invite you to assist us. For we are not only speaking to light workers, we are speaking to those who are predominantly concerned with the grid work of Gaia, activating various kinds of templates. And so we have an invitation for you. First and foremost, we invite you 
to tune into your guides and your intuition and even us as we are willing to communicate at any moment in time with you. To find out or remember, as it were, the specific template of Gaia with which you are working. There are many different layers and many different templates upon her and they are all working in harmony to assist her to shift into the frequencies of the 5D fully and to assist her in supporting the collective, the flora and the fauna and the animals and the elements as well. This is a big team effort as you might imagine and it is of great import to us and for that reason we have focused most of our energies into this little tiny corner of the universe is a glorious sight to behold. Some of you may not appreciate the human struggles and the toils, the adventures and the exhilaration of being incarnated. But as we watch, and some of us whose aspects are incarnated upon the planet participating directly in this adventure, it is truly a sight to behold. It is truly an experience that evokes wonder and awe. And dear ones, after you find out and determine or remember which template you have specifically contracted to work with upon Gaia, and there may be more than one, yes, there are certain energies and certain stargates that we invite you to begin to work with. Some of you will be rehabilitating or rebuilding these stargates over certain energy centers on Gaia in order to allow the frequencies and we should say the codes to come through which will accelerate the activation of the template that you work with and some of you might even feel drawn to go into the physical realm and travel and journey to these places in order to open these stargates or expand these stargates and work with these codes as we speak we know that this is resonating with many of you and we want to remind you that this is all done with your free will in mind. This is not a command from a higher power. This is a team effort. This is the game plan, as it were. And we want to remind you we are your colleagues, not your superiors. For many of you are shifting from programs of hierarchy and duality into programs of unity consciousness. And that is where we are trying to direct you from and we are trying to advise you from is from the energy and the space of love and unity consciousness. We are all working together. We are all contributing in our own unique ways. Every one of us has an important role. Dear ones, at this time we feel that it is in alignment to complete our message, although we will return to many of you in your dream time or in your meditation or even in the most random of times and places you can expect us to turn up if you set that intention we appreciate your willingness to receive our frequency and this message from this channel we depart with love and gratitude and remind you that we are ever near thank you dear ones Mm, he
This is JJ. Just allowing yourself to finish receiving and integrating that which you desire to receive from this transmission and the beautiful messages which were shared by Master Kachumi on behalf of the Council of Seven. As you continue to work with Councils of Light, I remind you that you are a powerful being and that you truly are equals in so many ways, that you are just awakening to that. You are awakening to your worth. You are awakening to your power. And that your intention is the most potent tool that you have. The most useful thing you have at this moment in time is your intention. And your intention requires a very strong solar plexus. And so as you, again, continue to work with these councils of light, I encourage you to calibrate by focusing on the solar plexus and the heart chakra. For I believe that those are two chakras which, when they are attuned, will facilitate better communication with these beautiful councils. I plan on connecting in more with these collectives of light, and I am excited to create with you, to co-create with you, this coming Saturday or every month I do different channeled gatherings. And so whatever you feel drawn to participate in, it would be an absolute honor. My friends, I just want you to know that you are in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And we are being invited to release our need to second guess, to feel less than or to feel unworthy. We are being invited to move forward with courage and with confidence and with trust. We have what it takes to do this. As always, I am sending you so much love and also my gratitude and reminding you that I am you and you are me and we are we. Until next time, dear ones.